0: How do you do? Welcome to The Private Citizen, your weekly data privacy podcast. My name is Fab, and this is episode 10 for Sunday, the 29th of March 2020. Flatten the curve. Hi there. Welcome to another episode of The Private Citizen. You're probably a bit surprised. Um, it is Sunday morning. I say morning, but I'm still on. Um, on normal time i've got got a bit um overwhelmed this morning i didn't know didn't know we had summertime no now i know so i'm sitting here um sitting my coffee and um welcoming you to another podcast yeah um this is um uh, something a little bit special right? um jonathan mh uh, a producer for the show um, had the idea um, in the Discord. You know, we have this uh, Discord channel for the Patreon supporters, and um, he had this idea. He said, "You know, you had all those fights on Twitter um, about coronavirus. And, you know, uh, should we should we look lock people in their houses? What we're obviously doing right now. You know, I'm I'm here in isolation. Got nothing better to do than than podcasts." <laughs> um, yeah and you said you had so many discussions there on Twitter why don't you get some some you know one of these guys on and uh, have a discussion and i thought that was a great idea um to get another viewpoint on the show and i asked um i asked around and pretty much everybody said no i don't want to uh, except uh, one of my ex colleagues um from heiser alexander spier who's like okay yeah sure i'll i'll do that um, and so we sat down uh, earlier in the week and uh, recorded over an hour of a, yeah, let's let's call it a debate. Um, he obviously has another viewpoint than me and uh, we kind of duke it out. And I thought that that was um, cool. It, I think it's a, it's a good discussion. And so uh, Alexander becomes the first uh, interview, basically the first guest on uh, The Private Citizen. So it's a bit of a different show which is why I'm releasing it um, out of the ordinary, kind of out of band. Um, you know, normally I re- release uh, an episode of the show every Wednesday, and we already had um, kind of like two episodes uh, this week or the last week, depending on, you know, in in Europe for us, the uh, Monday is the first day of the week, but uh, if you're in America, then I guess this would be the new week. Um and there were really were too but you know i i thought better more content than less and i really, really didn't want to keep this interview long because i mean it's already stuff has changed since we talked about it This the situation is developing so quickly um so i hope you enjoy that i would love if you give me feedback if you like this kind of format if i should do it again at some point you know just get another person on or you know just get a discussion with somebody i had a um you know basically move a discussion from social media to the podcast um, so if you um if you like it or if you don't please tell me i uh, go to the show notes at a private citizen.press show notes for episode 10 um because this was kind of an ad hoc discussion of course <clears throat> there are not that many uh show notes for this episode sorry i need some coffee my voice is still isn't isn't warmed up yeah um so there are um there's not that many uh you know it's usually usually i have very long show notes but you know there's some some links in there that alex mentioned and of course uh there is a um feedback section uh and also uh, links to um you know telling me um how, how to you know basically how to give me feedback um contact links they go to my blog slash contact and you know basically you can send me an email i have like a anonymous uh, feedback form if you want to use that and um just you know tell me what you think i'm i'm still you know episode 10 it's a bit early in the podcast i'm still experimenting and um i'm open open to your suggestions anyway with that let's get into this um let's got it queued up let's uh, listen to this interview i recorded With Alex uh, early in the week. And after that, I'll be back quickly, go quickly, go through some feedback and then close out the show. But uh, let's, let's go into that interview now. Hey, everybody. Uh, I'm here, uh, tonight, uh, with it's a little bit of a special thing. First time on this podcast, I'm trying to do an interview. I am here with uh, an ex colleague of mine, Alexander Speer
1: hi from
0: heise online i think right
1: yes heise online uh, former ct now heise online
0: right i I still i can't get used to that there's a few colleagues who switched and it's like i always picture you in the uh in the mobile department
1: yeah uh, yeah now it's hardware
0: and mobile is hardware that was hardware yeah
1: but it's not mobile hardware so
0: yeah. Uh, yeah hardware i always never let's not talk about this uh martin will will write me text messages um yeah so we're here because um so one of one of my listeners jonathan uh was saying uh, in in discord was saying hey uh you had these you know i did these two episodes about the coronavirus obviously because everybody's talking about that and um he was saying like you had these twitter discussions with some people <laughs> who had opposite opinion of you why don't you get them on and like have a little discussion and i asked a few people and alex uh, had the had the balls to do yeah. this which i think is great so just uh, to explain quickly um what i what i've what i think this should be i th- i think we'll sh- we'll just have a discussion I'll, I, I don't think i will change your mind yes and you probably won't change mine but yes. that's okay i think we should <laughs> just talk about everything
1: yeah i think uh, the discussion is Interesting enough um, we have a lot of arguments for which uh, which work for both sides so um, I think a little bit of exchange is is great and we we're all a little bit excited on the on, on Twitter so maybe it's a little more calm or uh, yeah a nicer uh, exchange of, of arguments
0: we have a, we have a little bit more space here I yes. think yeah, that's always the it's always the problem with Twitter um yeah shall shall i shall I start off I don't know um maybe uh, may- yes Maybe I should recap. Um, maybe yeah. some people have, haven't listened to the last two episodes or actually this is, this is podcasting. I'm recording this before another episode. So to the, maybe people haven't listened to the two coronavirus episodes <laughs> because I'm planning to put another one out tomorrow. Anyway, just ignore all of that. Um, so my, my kind of thing was like, um, so I, I come from in, in the beginning, um, from, from the very beginning, I thought this thing was, really overblown uh for what it is for for what is actually happening, I thought um our colleagues in the media I don't think we are both i mean you're it's it's not your you're not writing about this
1: no, e- no, no, no.
0: either so when i'm when i'm not i don't mean you that's what I'm not, what I'm yeah, yeah that's i okay. I mean our esteemed colleagues at i don't know the dash beagle Zeit, uh people like that i thought um from the beginning there were um exaggerating this uh a bit in in my view um and then i thought the response to it um and worries me and um the thing i i tried to do on twitter was not talking about how you know this this flatten the curve and all of that um i actually didn't want to talk about how how if that is effective or not because i i don't know that um and i i don't think well you you can disagree with me in a second
1: we but don't know would, it, but it's our best mm, effort, our best chance to to uh, make it less um, tragic. I think so. We should do it, not because we know it's working, but we know uh, we have no other uh, op- uh, uh, opportunity to to make something about it. So.
0: Do you mean it's like our best tool?
1: Um, yeah, it's our best option. It's our best option, and I think uh, uh, even if you know if it, we don't know if it's really working. But we can hope it, work- it works because the other uh, uh, possibilities are not, yeah, not really great. So so
0: yeah. let's let's try let's see if we're on the same page here. So I guess when we're talking about flattening flattening the curve, so so the goal I think you will agree with me uh, is not to like stop the spread of the thing. Yes. I don't I don't I think we're way beyond that. Um, I think the goal is to. Um, lower the rate of people getting infected yes. to a point where our uh, medical um, infrastructure can deal with it,
1: right? Yeah,
0: as yeah. to not overwhelm like ICU beds and hospitals the, and stuff
1: like that, like we see in Italy at the moment. So um, we don't want that in most of the countries because that would be really bad, I think.
0: Right. Um. Although, yeah, yeah, okay. That's I, I, I do, I do agree with you on that. I think it's a good thing to do that so i i personally think it's a good thing um or it's a it's a valid approach to call on the population to stay say you know stay at home if you don't have to do stuff and you know just get this out of the way first i'm a huge proponent of home office right i've been doing this for <laughs> yeah. over a year now it's the best thing ever like i think we should like okay there's some privacy issues with with the tools we're using but i think generally i think i mean i was saying that when we were working together right i yeah. was i was like driving uh, going from hamburg By train to Hanover and saying, like, why am I doing this? It doesn't for my job. I don't, you know, doesn't make any sense.
1: And I think that's uh, one really uh, good thing that's come out of the Corona crisis uh, is that other work forms like home office uh, get really more accepted. Um, Our uh, uh, my actual uh, uh, um, workplace has it learned now and not learned uh, uh, early enough that you can profit from it. You have. You said, okay, I don't can do it with, yeah. with Heise. I have to go uh, somewhere else or I have to do it on my own. Actually, it wasn't
0: uh, just to be, just to be clear, I didn't quit Heise just because I couldn't do home office. No. Um, there were some other <laughs> issues, but yeah, that was definitely one. It's, it's cool. It's good to, to hear that um, this is working. And it seems to be like Heise is not the only one. Like there's lots of companies now yeah, yeah, yeah. who are suddenly figuring out, Hey, these meetings that could be an email can actually be an email. It, does work um i think i had like um in a previous episode although i had um a listener you know say something which i th- thought was very insightful though is that we have to be careful now that we're moving a lot of our um, daily lives to these tools you know to like i mean we're talking over skype right now uh, yeah. which has lots of problems because everybody apparently <laughs> is using it now um, all the time um, and stuff like that you know Microsoft Teams Slack and we have to be careful that um, I mean there is there's privacy problems with that right there's lots of data yes. that now gets generated and
1: stuff like that and and the problem is uh, intensifying it's, uh, early, it's we already uh, gave our data to every to Google to uh, Microsoft to Amazon and now we're giving even, even more data and it's these are the companies who profit from it and it profit even more now so that's a thing to be concerned, of course.
0: Um, I'm actually, yeah. That's uh, th- that's actually not the main thing I'm concerned. I think we need to we need to just watch that um, generally. Yeah. The thing I'm concerned about is just um, um, well, I I think so. What you were saying earlier is like, okay, our best tool is like flatten the curve, uh, yeah. and um, let's just for the moment. I have some issues with that, but let's for the, for the moment agree <laughs> with for that. Um, I'll agree with you for this, uh, for the sake of argument. I think um, the problem here is that all our governments, and this isn't only the German government, you see this yeah. all over the world right now, um, basically w- went very heavy handed with saying, okay, this is an absolute emergency. I mean, Mer- Merkel called it the worst thing that happened to Germany since World War II. Yeah. Um, and they went in with laws. And there's like, I had a listener write in from, from the Czech Republic where the fine for like it's basically like in germany you can only go out for important stuff and you have to be like alone or with two people and mm-hmm. the fine for breaking that is a hundred and ten thousand euros
1: <laughs> yeah um
0: you're like what the f-?
1: it's it's crazy and and as uh you see it in in, in spain and in in uh, italy where where it's really where they have really a, a, a bad crisis say pushing Every day they push it even, even further to, to, uh, to get the people that they don't get outside. Um, and I don't think you can, uh, as you have to do it like China, you have to really, uh, confine the people if you won't do it, or you have to live with it that some people go outside and you can, you can't, uh, ta- uh, put them in prison to, Yeah. I mean, ethically, ethically when you say 110,000 euros, it's like prison because nobody can pay it. Uh, uh, Nobody, no, no, normal people can pay it.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's, um, I think we have to, we have to, as you said, you can either be like China or you can, you have to live with that. Some people go outside. I think we have to live with it, but we can't be like China. China is a dictatorship. Let's, let's face it. Um, and we can't do what they, even though you know, um I mean, it, it, it yeah, we, we we can't really, we can't really. I, I thought personally, I thought like what what shocked me about this is like, I've I, you know, I'm I'm interested in vi- vi- uh, virology and I've you know been reading books since you know the 2005 or whatever when I was at uni. And I was reading about Ebola and all this kind of stuff. I found it really interesting, but I never looked into the, um, infections, uh, the IFSG I- until I did that episode about it. I, I never looked into it and I looked into it and I was like, Jesus Christ, this is like, we have, we can have laws like this in Germany where they're basically, if you're suspected of having, um, a disease, they can lock you up. They, and you, there's there's no other thing in german law where this this can happen normally when you're like okay you, you have to be clinically insane which means like a judge you know you have to have doctors yeah. telling and then the judge has to decide that and but i think it makes sense because if you that book uh, that law is basically written about ebola like it's about ebola and p- p- pneumonic plague right which is, yeah. that's really bad. And like e- Ebola, if you look at that, it's like, you know, 80% of the people who get it, die. And it doesn't matter how old you are or if you're sick. Um, and then I, I think if you have a law like that and you're like, okay, we have this really horrible disease and if it spreads, we're all dead. There There's a case to be made for this as an emergency and we have to have a law where you can actually suspend like, you know, civil liberties and lock people up. My, my problem is they are now... Do- doing this for a virus that is not by far not as bad
1: it's not that deadly it's not deadly like ebola it's that's right but it's uh uh really infectious and ebola is not that infectious yeah, uh, actually uh, and you can c- control it and you really can find it then it better than uh, corona so i think um yeah it's not that deadly but when you think uh when if you have 50 million infected in one year you have not one million you have two or three million deaths uh on your hand and that's i think that's the problem and that's the outlook uh which makes it possible to to use this uh yeah, to, yeah you have to, to
0: say that in german it doesn't work any yeah. other way <laughs>
1: And, and and I think that's uh it's the right thing. Um you you have to watch is it uh necessary and how necessary is it uh over time. But at the moment we don't know how deadly is uh the corona really virus really is. We don't know it. And uh we, we see the problems when your uh, system gets overloaded, the uh, so medical system right. gets overloaded. And that's uh I think um we don't have to hear on every uh virologe by, by uh Vi-
0: uh, virologist, yeah,
1: yeah. Biologist, uh, uh, but the the problems are really good described, uh, or the the so how it will really develop is really good described, and and we we know how it will really develop, and it's until now it's developed exactly like this. Well, we and know so,
0: from the numbers who will get infected. Yeah, it's, yeah,
1: uh, yeah. So you it's, know from the numbers, and we see uh, the death rate is uh, rising uh, when the medical system is overloaded. So you see it in Spain, You yeah, okay. see it in Italy. You have to, seen it in Wuhan. Uh and maybe we see it in uh the US uh even more. we don't know it. But um, I'm
0: pretty sure it we, the US will be worse. Because so. I mean what we know from all why I'm saying it's not as bad as let's okay this is I have to have the same disclaimer I had um in last episode where I talked about this. This sounds really cold hearted, but I'm trying to look at this as a doctor would, right? You have to like obviously it's you know my grandmother is ninety eight. Um, if she gets this, she'll die. Let's face it. And that, that is horrible. Like if somebody, you know, dies, yes, that's always personal tragedy. It, it is horrible. Um, but if you look like, if you look at it, like from a society perspective and as a doctor would, you know, doctor who is in an emergency room where like there's a car accident and there's like five people come in and they're all in, in you know, they're all gonna like, he knows I have five people, two will die. And you basically have to decide which, which three you want to, um, you know, have lived, live. that, that is, you know. Yeah.
1: But I think that's the horrible decision, a decision which have a doctor has to make if it's come to this, if it's an emergency, but we have to, uh, make sure that this situation comes not so fast and not so heavy. Um, maybe we have one time, uh, In two months, we have to decide it. We have, we have, as a doctor has to decide. Okay, this patient is ninety years old, has two uh, uh, heart failures. uh, We can can do nothing about it. We have a million people more, but as long as we could uh, postpone this decision, it's better. And
0: right, I I, I get I get what you're saying. Just what I'm saying is, um, it's not like um, if we if we do this. I mean, what we have done. I mean, we, we have, we have, we have a unprecedented, um, they don't call it a curfew, but it's basically a curfew. We've, we've restricted personal liberties for the whole population yeah. to a degree that wasn't the case since World War II. Um, the last time we had something like this in Germany was under military rule by an occup, you know, when we were occupied territory after we lost the war. Um, and this, the 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 problem with that is the thing I'm just saying. If you we you're right, we don't really know how deadly this is, and the data is very sketchy. Um, but if you look at the data, at the stuff we have, there's a very clear picture. The people who are dying are very old, and they all have pre-existing conditions. Um, in Italy, I mean, if you look at the, I had a like in in the last episode I did about this, that study uh they did with 200 uh, people who died and they looked at if if they had pre-existing conditions and a lot of them had three uh and 99% at, le- at least one pre-existing condition and i'm not talking like you know minor thing here i'm talking a cardiovascular disease uh, yeah. diabetes and to be honest that, that that's what i mean if you look at this from a from a doctor's perspective these people would have died if something else came along as well, they probably would have died anyway. If you're 80 and you have serious cardiovascular disease, it mm. is it's 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 bad to say it like this, but you will die. Um,
1: yes, but um, you have to see uh, our health system is uh, uh, mm, good enough to uh, keeps these people alive uh, until something really uh, comes yes. uh, like this virus. Yeah. This virus. So. Um, our health system is, is optimized for well, keeping ours is elderly people so I don't people. think the
0: Italian is but the German German system the German
1: yeah. so and if you say now okay it's it's okay when uh, when you're too old you have to die It's you have to die to die anyway you can say it even without a coronavirus and that's that's a problem you, you, can, you could say okay hey you have diabetes and you have a heart failure ah, maybe uh, you have to die it's it's too costly <laughs> to keep okay, you alive yeah, yeah. so uh, so you have to. Uh, I don't know uh, why would you change. I think our society would change more if you say now, okay, uh, some people are. We it's not. Uh, uh, it's we cannot uh, rescue them. It's costing too much time, too much money, too much something. Yeah, so I'm I
0: definitely think, not in that camp. Yes,
1: I agree with you. Yes, but but it's when you think it uh, uh, further. When you think, okay, coronavirus is uh, a, a disease. Where you have to make this decision, you can make the argument. Okay, then it's uh, even even further down the line when it's not coronavirus. Well, I so, agree with you that. Um, so
0: the thing I would want, um, we have the situation now. We have these laws; they're in effect. We have all these rules. The thing I would want is, I want the politicians when they say, "Okay, we have an emergency now. We we need to put these laws into place to make yeah. everybody more safe." I would. I require from them to tell me what they will do after this is over to make our health system so don't we don't have to go into lockdown every 10 years because yes. every 10 to 20 years this will happen again. It will be another coronavirus. It will be influenza A, you know, something that's mutated. Yeah. So we, I mean, it's gonna, the problem is that this is going to happen every 10 years now.
1: And we got, uh, we got lucky with uh, MERS, with SARS, with swine flu. We uh, have there was a few cases, but it's really uh, we had it on, under control after a few deaths. And now we don't have it. And, and you are so absolutely right. This could happen every t- ten years at least with a new virus, and we have the same situation. So you have to learn about this, uh, learn um, to make the right preparations, to make the right. Uh, um, we have uh, at the moment we have uh, uh, the problem is we have um, it's all cost efficiency cost efficiency is the most important thing for even even German hospitals, yeah even if you say we have we have more emergency beds than uh, any other country, but cost efficiency is, is but we the have most a health thing.
0: minister who said in the mi- middle of February he said we have to get rid of more hospitals yeah,
1: yeah and that's that's in my why
0: point why does he still have a job?
1: <laughs> because you can't fire him now so uh, yeah but uh, before Spa, make Drosten
0: uh, health minister yeah so he's uh, for people who are not so clued into German politics uh, there's a German virologist from Charité in Berlin who has a podcast now and is a veritable superstar um, yeah. because of this whole thing uh, his name is uh, Joachim Drosten now I have to google I think uh, I'm, I'm Look, i look it up look Christian up. Christian, probably, yes. Christian Drosten,
1: say. Um, and I think uh, you're absolutely right. Uh, the politics have to say, and they have to say it really soon, what they want to do about it uh, when this crisis is um, not so... Uh, at- the crisis would when it uh, gets the more next,
0: normal when it gets, when it gets more
1: normal the crisis will not end uh, in the next uh, uh, two two months the crisis will at least go one or two years where we always always have a problem with, okay how many infectious uh, uh, people have to we have uh, we have to put in quarantine and, and well
0: that's 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 my problem with flatten the curve right because um, if that works i mean what flatten the curve basically means you have like this it's like an exponential curve like when a yeah. virus runs three pretty much exponential not really but kind of and then the idea of flattening the curve is you you get less people infected and you always see like these graphs on twitter where it's like there's this bell curve with the exponential thing right and then it's flattened but it's flattened at the same length and that's not how it's going to work it's it's it'll flatten out over time which means if we had let this run rampant it would have probably be over by august uh is what you know lots of
1: people saying there's a few million deaths people, um,
0: well yeah, yeah i'm not you know just yeah, don't yeah, look yeah. at the deaths for now no, <laughs> no. <laughs> i'm just saying you know that would have been the curve but if we flatten it um this thing will go on for a year at least like maybe least maybe then, two uh,
1: maybe longer When we when we think we uh when we don't find an uh immunity uh, uh um yeah i um, think they will find vaccine,
0: a vaccine. I, th- I, th- I think so
1: i think we find a vaccine so here. we're buying time the curve, we're just buying the and uh well also seeing,
0: like you don't get everybody vaccinated like that's not gonna happen
1: maybe it, that's a problem we don't know uh, how uh deadly it is if it's just as like the flu so and young people don't uh the weight, uh, uh, young people die is even lower then i don't think everybody gets vaccined. i think they uh, just need
0: to vaccinate all the people at risk i mean that's what so, they do in the flu season
1: so, and, and that's, have to, we have to see how, how it will uh, work out with the, uh, yeah, with the, with the numbers. And I think, yeah, maybe it's not even, it's not that worse, uh, or it's worse like the flu and on the lung, on the lung one. I think it's, is-
0: yeah, I think it's like, it's a bit worse. I think it's, it's more deadly. I think that's, that's clear now. Um, and it's, it's definitely worse before, because it's more infectious. Um, I think yes. it's very clear yeah. that this is one of the most infectious things we've seen.
1: And and uh the problem is when, when this uh mutates and get another round, another round, we have we don't yeah. Well I don't know if that's
0: gonna happen if we are like if if they learned their lesson in China, because I'm like if you look at the coronaviruses, they're all from animals. They're all crossed over from animals. I'm, it's it's not <laughs> Yeah. I'm I'm pretty sure this one this one did too. Um So they just have to watch that. I mean, they did a lot of stuff with Ebola in Africa, like just education, because people would just eat like bats and stuff like that. And then it would break out every like 20 years. Um, I mean, the flu is different. There's like this, I think it's uh, influenza A, which yes. just mutates and that's just but that's not as deadly and then you have and flu that also comes from animals and like- the corona
1: virus can also mutate but uh, other coronaviruses are not that rampant anymore uh, SARS-1 uh, is, for example is, is pretty much uh, extinct and, and MERS and uh, other coronavirus-based diseases so I think
0: well, I, I saw this, this very, like, I, I'm, I'm, I don't know if this is, I mean, you get all this information right now. We don't know if, if any of this, we don't know how good yeah. any of the information is, but there was, um, some, some, I, I don't know if you know about this, uh, Vodak guy. Um, uh, he's like a, he's a S- SPD politician from Flensburg who used to be like a health official, he did like a, yeah, yeah, yeah. a video yeah, yeah. thing and he got massively shouted down everywhere as yeah. well. Um, but he was basically saying there's like a study from, I think, Glasgow University where they just did like sentinel studies where you basically um you take like random samples of the population and then, you know, just uh, during time, whenever, like, you know, over time. You just like... You you take a certain amount every month or something like this, right? And then you look you look what 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 diseases they have. And they looked at like flu like symptoms and it had like all these it has like influenza and then and it, it always had like coronavirus. Like the last few years had like seventeen percent like of influenza like symptoms, pretty much level at seventeen percent some type of coronavirus. And this one is just I guess more infected it's infectious, more infectious I think.
1: and it's more deadly i don't um, think
0: it's more deadly to be honest i think it's just more infected infectious i think the other ones just i mean MERS is more okay. deadly
1: um the, we, the, we see it uh, we will see it if uh, uh if you test the rest of the population now we only see, see I think, the. i think we'll never
0: know uh, so my my theory yeah. is because if you see at the testing they did like if you see what they did in italy they tested everybody who's dead so yeah th- that'll bring your mortality rate up a lot i mean the numbers from China we can't really trust them because it's china um then in america they can't really test like it's 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 in germany so we do a thing right now um where you only get tested if you had contact with somebody like you know i i was like yeah seriously you're gonna laugh about this but like the last three days i was like sick right i had some probably rhinovirus or whatever uh so common cold um and i i had like i had like um trouble breathing which i never have and I'm like, I have coronavirus, and yeah. my uh, my wife was like, you're a fucking idiot. I'm like, can could we just like test this? And you can't even get tested. Like you couldn't, I couldn't go anywhere yeah. and get a test. Um, I was and trying to persuade her. She has a lab. She can run PCRs to just figure out the thing.
1: And they changed the, the rules today is that you can test everybody who has, uh, symptoms before you had to, uh, you only get tested when you have symptoms and had contact with a person, uh, of a, a high risk yeah. uh, region. So totally absurd. So you have many people uh, not tested who have certainly have a uh, Corona. Well, I mostly have to, I have to... People, sorry, mostly, um, uh mostly promise like uh, important people uh, yeah VIPs. yeah vip so uh which were they tested and they don't have uh, contact to risk, uh, high risk people so i don't know
0: i mean i have like i had this uh, interesting discussion with my wife she's like it would be really interesting if you just test everybody like they did in south korea yeah. um which of course i mean they'd have seriously have to change the laws to do that in germany um I mean, apparently they can. So I I don't know how, like, my problem with all of this is, so I I, I study politics, right? It's a while ago, but I don't understand how this legislation they're doing right now is even going through the system. They're having, like, phone calls between the federal states and the federal government, and then they decide on some rules. Like, what legislative, I think, right now, it's just basically, they're saying it's an emergency. Uh, The people are with us anyway. Um, we're just going to assume that and then we're going to sort out everything else later. And that's, that's basically my, that's the biggest problem I have with that. I actually think in Germany it would actually work quite well. I mean, this is, doesn't work in any other country, but I think in Germany it would, it would have actually worked quite well not to have like draconian laws like this just to I mean, it was in the press all the time, anyway. Just make everybody bad feeling about it, and then you have like this peer pressure. In Germany, you have this thing. Um, I mean, you're from you're already from the from east from the east, right? From so, East uh, so, Germany, Yeah, there's this thing called the blockwart You know, like
1: yeah, Blockwart It's it's even before a Nazi before Second World War. It's for it's a German thing. Blockwart is a German thing. It's like so. It's
0: like when you have a totalitarian regime, they obviously can't be everywhere at all times so you could actually break the laws quite a lot but in germany you had this thing where you basically you have people who like to watch other people like they're on they're like the janitor or something and they're like the old lady who looks out the window and it's like i saw him do this yesterday i mean i think this would actually would have worked quite well but um i mean it's all you i have one thing i want to run by you which i'm just okay i'm just interested um so i had um Last episode I did about uh, this, I talked about um, there was this German economist who said this is going to be horrible for the uh, economy. And he said, basically, um, why don't we just isolate all the high risk people, which they don't have jobs anyway. Right. We're talking about people over 70. Um, And then, okay, you have people. I know people have immunodeficiency. There would be. But you could just bail them out. Right. You could just say, okay, you're just not going to work. 2020, and you get paid anyway. Um, why don't we do that?
1: I think, and, and think, I think it's a good idea to isolate those people, but I think we were too, we were too late. It's, the problem is you, the virus is already spreading, and you don't know uh, which people have it, which people get infected, and um, maybe the death rate is lower on people who are not on the high-risk infection. Uh, but I think we were too late to do this. We can do this after we uh, <laughs> get this time. under control. Nee, uh, no, no, Oh, you mean if, if the one, once, the,
0: once, in, yeah, once the emergency? One month
1: or so yeah. when we know, okay, okay uh, it's uh, died down a little. We know which people are infected. Then you can control it. Then you know, okay, who is uh, uh, um, who can go out, who not. And I think th- that's the only way until we have a vaccine to, to get it under control uh because uh, maybe we get another a second wave when we don't make exactly that that we uh um, quarantine really high risk people uh, people who maybe uh, can be super spreaders i don't know so but
0: you realize that we're talking about the total surveillance state here right
1: yes and <laughs> that's a big problem that's a big problem and that's and i think uh, that's because we do it now uh, do it now for everybody uh not that it's not a quarantine, but uh it's a curfew, it's a curfew I, yeah, so I mean it's like
0: it's like shitty for everybody, and we we curtail um okay, so that's actually an interesting argument, so your argument's basically um yeah, we curtail everybody's civil liberties, but at least it's everybody, and we don't yes. track uh the and infected people
1: and and that's uh, what we make- got me really angry uh I read it on, on twitter uh you posted something about the uh, uh, last um curfew was uh, on the nazi regime
0: which was actually wrong because the last yes. one was in uh in east germany
1: yeah but that was another um intention really another atten- uh, intention why we did it uh, even the east german um military uh, um
0: yeah i mean the, the the regime right it was like um, so, it's another
1: reason to control the people. Yes, we control. We want to control uh, how people move and we want to control how uh, uh, how they behave, but with a good reason. And I, I... think people are not that stupid to say, ah, I don't want to be controlled. I think people think, say, see that's a good reason and that's why we accept it so uh, easily.
0: Um, yeah, I think we have... A, um... God, what's. was... With... <laughs> We, we we are on a um on a very typical divide here that I accounted a lot like in history and in university. So there's like this um so you're basically saying um it's not quite the end justifies the means, but you're basically saying um we're doing something. So we might do the same thing as another gov- government did at another yes. time, but we're doing it for a good reason. Yes. That's that's your argument. My mm-hmm. argument is um, so I'm always, um, when it comes to constitution and stuff like that, I'm a fundamentalist. I will, I will admit that. Um, so I'm a believer of, I forgot which, which, um, it's like a philosophy thing. I forgot which philosopher this is. Um, but it's basically, I'm, I'm just saying there are certain things, um, certain, you would call them inalienable human rights, right? Civil liberties that if you curtail them, it doesn't matter why. Because my argument is, um the thing you're saying right now it's for a good reason mm-hmm. um that is what the oppressor um and the dictator would all also say and if
1: and it yes. could
0: be that you believe that because you just don't know better right
1: but i know better is, <laughs> also, i know it uh, at the moment we know it better
0: so um, my I, my yeah, but I, I agree with you. I, I I agree with you on that one. But like my problem is just I've seen too much shit. Like if you look into history, this is never going to be rolled back. My problem is whenever you do something like this, the next time something else happens, they will say, "Well, with coronavirus, we shut everything down," right? Yeah, and I just don't, uh, I, I'm I'm just looking for the my problem is there's no there's you you might be completely right so the the decisions they're making right now they might have the whole population of Germany on their side right um and if you if I look at twitter um that seems to be the case. Ninety percent of Germans I know it's probably yeah. my bubble, but I try very hard to not be in a bubble um seem to seem to agree with you on that, but I don't know if that's the reality you know i um, my thing i've right now you can't you know you're not going out you're not talking to people but i've like I'm a freelancer now, so I've like more work context right and i've in mean, the last few weeks because of this twitter discussion I've, I've talked to people and i feel like many people are saying many people don't wouldn't necessarily agree with you on on that but they're all set to one person they all said i'm not going to say that on twitter and i'm not going to say that on facebook you know i'm just telling you that now in whatsapp and i'm talking with my parents and they feel like that
1: but and i think that's a good feeling that you think, okay, maybe it's not that right because that's a uh, it's a, a, a groundwork a groundwork uh, if it's really going going wrong. At you mean moment, if I mean, everybody s- actually agrees? So no, uh, if if you uh, when enough people think, okay, maybe we have to do it now, but I, I'm not really happy with it. I have the, I think it could be a problem in in the future. Then you have uh, enough groundwork to say, okay, when it's gone gone really wrong. You have enough people who say, okay, that's too far, that's too much, uh, I don't want this. And, but I think at the moment, the uh, common sense is, uh, is right, and the common sense is to say, okay, we have to do it. We have to try it at least a month to see if it's working. If it's not working, it's it's yeah, not, we can do it another way uh, any time. We can say, okay, then everybody go out, uh, infect yourself, and... <laughs> Hey, we can do nothing about it. But at the moment, we think we can do something about it and we should try it. Um, and I am thinking you're right. You's, you can look at uh, Hungary, at uh, Viktor Orban. It's this, he tries to uh, um, uh, get the parliament out of the system, more or less. I mean, he, we,
0: you don't have to look to Hungary. I mean, uh, Spahn, our health minister he he wanted to sub- subordinate all privacy laws to the i f s g yes luckily and some some intelligent people said uh, no
1: <laughs> so and, and that's uh, that's right we have to look uh every uh, uh, law we want to make now and without uh, any uh, um uh Ablaufdatum. Uh, yeah,
0: without any limit on it, like you know. Yeah, without any
1: know. limit. We, we, we say okay, we uh, make it indefinitely. It's, it's a, that's a problem. No, we I think I,
0: I actually think it's a problem even with a limit because it sets a precedent. Yeah. It, I mean, my problem with this is that that doesn't like. Do you feel like honestly? Do you feel there will be a democratic reckoning of this? Do you feel there will be debates in the Bundestag? Where some I don't know what party, I don't even know what party would do that, uh will say, uh you know, at least say I we didn't like the process by which this all went down. You never I
1: mean mm,
0: I, is the Bundestag think- meeting right now?
1: Uh, it's, was, uh, this afternoon, uh, there was a meeting, they, make, uh, the, uh, the
0: whole plenary thing, right? That they're
1: just gonna... And they're watching from the, from their offices and, uh, Okay. Come, so they're
0: doing, all oh, right. Okay.
1: And then they come to, to give up the, uh, to, uh, to vote okay. on this. They, they come, uh, in the plenarsal. Um, but I think the, uh, I think now the dramatic, uh, the control of the parliament is weakened obviously, because fear and fear is not a good uh, uh, reason to do this. Um, but now, at the moment, I don't see, the pro- see a problem because nobody is there to um, um, uh, to take advantage of it. We, we make... I don't know. Uh, 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 Jens Spahn doesn't have any reason to uh, uh, collect more, more data oh, just I, for what? other reasons. I don't know. At the I don't know. I think they gen- generally
0: expect, especially the health people would, would, would love to, um,
1: I mean, the, okay, after the disaster with their, uh, uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh yeah, with the, um, we have Krankenhaus- like this,
0: party. we have like this, um, national health insurance that will affect everything up. Nothing worked. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Maybe <laughs> I I think that, the, yeah. I, yeah. Um, I, I i see, I, I completely see what you're saying. I think you have, I think where we're also diverging is um, we're seeing the data differently, and I feel like it's um, yeah, it doesn't really make much sense to discuss that because we just don't know. I'm just gonna say what I think, and um, then you can say what you think, and maybe we'll meet in two years or whatever. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I'm saying we will figure out that nobody under thirty, or no, not under 30, under fifty. Let's say nobody, nobody under fifty who didn't have a very serious condition died of this. And I I think those people would have had a good chance to die if they got the proper flu. I don't know if you ever had influenza. Um I had like no. three or four years. I was working at Heise. Um I was out. You might remember I was never out for yeah. for a week or something. It's just max just two days. Because when I get like a cold, it's just two days. It's it's always the same cycle. It's like two or three days and I'm over it. And I had like, I was dying. I I mean, man flu, you know about that, but you know, (laughs) but it was seriously, I had fever. I never had fever. I couldn't move. I couldn't, I could barely get from the bed to the toilet. Couldn't feed myself. My wife wasn't there. You know, she was working. She was in Hamburg at the time. It was horrible. And like, if you get that and you you, you know, you have a heart disease or whatever, and you don't get help, um, You you die from that. So, my, my feeling is we will figure out that this whole thing, um, that that's what it is, that like there were old people at risk and people with, uh, previous conditions, like serious previous conditions. Um, I think diabetes is a big one. So, if you're under 50, whatever, you have serious diabetes. Um, this can, this can be a problem. Um, that, that's, that's just my, feeling i mean all of that doesn't mitigate yeah. what, what you're saying that obviously the icus are you know italy serious there's there was a serious problem there and I, I do understand that but
1: and the thing is um uh corona seems to uh be affected by something like diabetes like smoking like as other, other um really broad health problems i
0: think whenever i think the problem is ba- I, okay i'm not a doctor i'm going you know just for people who are not aware yeah. of this but, <laughs> I'm not, uh, but my feeling is kind of like um i think it's a blood oxygenation thing you know yeah. like diabetes would it's... affect that heart disease you know if you just can't get enough it pro it attacks your lungs and you don't get enough um oxygen in your blood as it is and then if you have something where you, s- where you already have problems with blood oxygenation then you're good as dead probably if they don't put you on a like serious either like um i think the first thing is they do like um, oxygen therapy and then if it's really get bad they have to put you on one of those horrible heart lung machines where basically yeah. they take your blood out it goes to a machine that put oxygen in and then it goes back um, and that's those are the machines they're running out of um they definitely didn't have enough of those uh in italy um yeah yeah i don't know we'll i, I guess we'll see that
1: yeah um, and that's <laughs> i think that's the co- greatest problem you we know uh maybe in two years how big the problem really was but if and
0: it wasn't that big, that, like the other thing i'm saying yeah, but, i'm just saying is like we fucked our economy right we've got we have we'll we'll um, we'll, we'll have millions of unemployed people more next year i can tell you this there's people going i know people that run a restaurant they can't You know that doesn't work that you don't have any money coming in for two months.
1: I think we missing a chance here to um, to get basic income for everybody Because this would uh, really lower the problems for small restaurants small uh, business people small uh, uh, And everybody who gets fired now because uh, big firms uh, have to uh, save money so but that do we would,
0: like do we get a do we get basic income if you are like okay so um, if you're like me right you're a freelance you run a restaurant and you're not you're not employed or you weren't you were never employed you're not in the system I'm not in the system right like right now
1: um, and that's the beauty of things grundeinkommen basic income to get not only Hard Sphere and not arbeitslosengeld you get not, un- not for unemployment, but everybody gets. Well, that's
0: one that's one version of it, right? Another version. Yeah, it's one version f-
1: of it, but I think. But that means would I would time. get it
0: even if I make a yeah. lot of money being a freelancer.
1: Yeah, but now would be the time to. That lessen- would be kind of dumb. <laughs> uh, I think it would lessen really uh, uh, the problems for many people. Now we have to don't we don't have to for uh, ten years or so or for for uh, a long time, but now for six months maybe it just would. Yeah,
0: I mean they're basically it's, doing that right now. I have mean, the I have the, yeah, I have the papers it. here for what you can apply for when you now you know lost your job or you're like you're you're, you're freelancer in the event business for example. Right now, um, you're dead. There's nothing happening yeah. till the end of the year. I mean you've you've got no income. Um, I mean th- also like they they put aside just for freelance people. They put aside forty billion euros. I mean this is all this. <laughs> This money is gonna come from somewhere. Uh, it's gonna hurt us at some point.
1: Yeah. Okay. That, maybe it would hurt us, uh, but we said in the last, uh, I don't know, ten, two, three years, we we don't have to pay any uh uh um, uh uh zinsen. Verdammt. Uh, um interest rates. Interest. Oh, yeah. yeah. interest rate is uh, not by zero. It's under zero. So why don't use this to, uh, help the economy to get this out of the system? Because we have to, basically we have to sweat it out. We have to sweat this coronavirus virus out. And it's, um, at the moment, it's a, it's really hard for us, for the economy, but maybe it's better to have now a, a really severe case of shutdown. And, uh, after, uh, it's better to have it. In two months, we have a really control about uh, on this, and and uh, uh, when we don't know how the uh, health system works, and how, uh, maybe it would be more devastating if we have a million dead people. Maybe on the long run, it's uh, uh, not cost us so much to have dead people, more dead people. Let me then, be an evil capitalist at this point yeah, because I think I, I yeah. have to. I think if if all those old people died,
0: it would be really good because it would save our. um like, this is not my real opinion. Let's make that clear, right? I was playing devil's advocate here, but it would it actually would help our health. I mean, they're so, they're costing our health system a lot of money, and they're drawing pensions. So I think for the economy it would be great.
1: So and that's <laughs> how uh, in this moment our uh, uh, is decided how our society works. Is it are we brutal capitalists and everything uh, except the economy is not. Everything that's not bringing money is not, uh, uh, it's not good for us. Or if you say, okay, we have a moral, uh, uh we morally, uh, uh inf- yeah, I know what you, you're saying. You're saying, yeah, we, we, we're we obligated, morally yeah, obligated to help. People, I would be no totally with
0: you if that was what the government was saying. If they were saying, Okay, this we, we're doing these laws, we're doing these curfews because we're morally obligated to save these people. But that's not what they're saying. They're saying this is an unprecedented emergency, which if you look at the facts, it's not. No. If you if you look at the no, if you look at the numbers, yeah, right. 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 if you look mm, at I the see. numbers right now, there are there twice as many people dead from the flu right now, this year than from coronavirus in Germany. So, obviously, it's not unprecedented.
1: What What is unprecedented? Uh, um,
0: never never been there before. You know?
1: Yeah. Um, uh, is our uh, reaction to it. And maybe it's the first time we have the opportunity to react, li- react like this and don't have to wait like uh, the Spanish flu that people okay. die on the streets.
0: Yeah. So, and you basically mean uh, we should... Yeah, but, that, 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 but the problem is... See, the pro, the, I feel just, okay, just, this is the last thing I'm going to do. Um, I think, <laughs> um, so my, my feeling is just, you can call, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to lay this down and you can t- call me a conspiracy theorist afterwards. But, um, I, I don't feel like this reaction came about because people were thinking clear. like, like you, for example, mm-hmm. you're thinking about this clearly and you're making a good argument but i'm thinking your argument coincides with what we have done um not because the people who decided did the same clear thinking as you did um i saw a un- and a, a, a really also unprecedented reaction by the press um who suddenly cared about viruses who had for the first 2 weeks no fucking idea what they were saying really it it, t- it took the ND- it took our the our state broadcaster that we, both of us paid a lot of money for two yeah. weeks to ask this drosten guy and then he had a podcast but before that they were talking i mean the tuts uh was was like last week it was, yeah the week ago it still had an article where there's where they were going on about this virus and they were in the lab and they were talking about dna and i'm reading this and it's like there's no dna involved it's a rna virus you you do not know what you're talking about, and you had lots of that going on, and people were just from the beginning disposed to take this as
1: a crisis. Um, two things. First, okay. when said this, because I'm a journalist, journalists often have don't have any clue what they're writing about. But they can ask they somebody. It. That's what so we it's do. It's what you and me do. Yeah. Um, but they don't. And we we have to. Uh, we had the like uh, we, yeah, we had the opportunity to, to write about it in, really in, in depth and news reporters don't have the opportunity to write in depth. And so they're writing often stupid stuff. And of course, DNA, RNA, it's stupid and you can, could easily fix it. But I think the, um, the biggest problem and I say, you, you really criticize the uh, media for it and. I think you criticize us for the wrong reasons because the reason we have to criticize is this clickbait uh, driven economy and in, in our news uh, cycle. You have always, uh, you have to make the next headline. You have to say, ah, it's even worse. We have now this many deaths. Now this many people are infected. And I think that's the problem because, uh, if you have a really good journalism and good paid journalism, you don't have to do it. You can take expert, you can uh have experts who write for you and that's not happening and that's that's I, that's really a problem.
0: I agree with you with that completely in principle. Um but I don't think that was a problem here because you could see that really I tracked. I, this was clear as day. I could see the guys at Spiegel writing bullshit for a few days and then they got the idea to actually call somebody at the Charité and then suddenly they had good stories. They yeah, were just that's, lazy. That's a new cycle. They know, uh, yeah, no, but they know how it works. After a week, they suddenly figure that out because somebody tells them. I mean, come no,
1: on, they, they're lazy. Yes, they're lazy because and normally, so normally, uh, a crisis is for, uh, over after two, three, or four days. And you don't really have to look deeply into it. You can make this later. That's you can point. ask your experts later. You write it on the Spiegel, on the print magazine, and on the <laughs> online magazine. <laughs> that's it's where the good it's stuff not really is, important yeah. anymore. So, And I think that's that's the real reason why uh, so much stupid stuff is written on the first day of any crisis. Because we can't wait. Even now, we have uh, breaking news with no information, just uh, somebody said something. We don't know what he said, but he said it. And <laughs> th- even now, they're doing it. And, and that's that's really a problem. And yes, I think that could uh, influence uh, uh, influence the audience. And, and also the politicians, I think. And... and that's what hope, they
0: where they get the information from.
1: I hope I hope uh, um, on this health crisis they ask uh, people who who have, have an idea what they're talking about, and they don't look in the media. Um, and I have the feeling they did it at least one two weeks after it was clear. Okay, we have a problem in in Europe. And the and the fact is uh, we uh, reacted too late. If we yeah uh, I know them. yeah yeah so. And maybe you're right. Maybe uh, the media is part of the problem. I don't think they make it uh, on on purpose, and I don't think they make it on. Um... No, they're not malicious. I'm not saying that. So I'm just saying they're lazy. And but I think um, in this case uh, we had uh, the Corona crisis, no matter what. It, even if they written really. Ex- yeah, yeah. Ex- I mean, the, I'm, I'm not saying the virus wouldn't be as it is.
0: I'm just saying the. The the I mean the laws we have and the reaction we have from the politicians I think was based on that I mean so one example I might be completely uninformed but this is I've I've looked into this and uh, what what I've seen bears this out this whole flatten the curve thing wasn't a thing in epidemiology and you know before November of 2019. I've never seen this thing anywhere. They're the, the yeah. CDC's response to something like this. And they're prepared for this for 20, 25 years. You can read the response papers. The WHO has stuff on that. The response was always shut down all airports and all international travel. That was the thing. And we didn't do that. I think you're completely yeah. right. We were too late. Uh, we didn't do that. We had a great opportunity to do it because China could have easily done it. I mean, they're a total ter- If they close the border, nobody goes out. Um, but they they didn't do that. I I I love to, and I, I I will do some. If this is ever over, I have like a to do list of stuff <laughs> stuff to do. And one of the things is figure out where this flatten the curve thing came from because I have no um, idea.
1: I think um, maybe um, it's the first time I, s- I saw seen it is was on Medium. It was uh, the same guy who had made later the uh, Hammer and the Dance uh, thing. And I, didn't I think. Know about uh, that. I don't even know about that. Uh, The Hammer and Dance is like Flatten the Curve, but you have to hammer it down, the the infection, uh, pretty fast, and then you have to control it. Like South Korea is making it at the moment, or China, So uh, it's pretty much the same thing, Flatten the Curve, but what's happened after Flatten the Curve? And um, it's a really long article on on Medium. Ah, I've forgotten his name. I'll Um, look it up. And, and it's I'll even, put it even in the show notes.
0: Wait, I have I have notes here somewhere.
1: And even the the Spiegel, uh, 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 Spiegel Online uh, now on no, the Spiegel, Spiegel now, yeah. uh, they picked it up. Uh, I think yesterday or or today, and wrote about it. And they said, okay, it's not proven, but it sounds really plausible. And I think this fact, because it sounds so plausible, has made made flatten the curve uh, and, and the other things so popular
0: yeah i mean it's um i'm not saying it could not work i mean it it seems it seems reasonable it's just like for me it was like startling because i had actually written about and read about the stuff for years and i've never like this whole response um came totally out of left field like this whole curfew thing i've I've, I've never thought they would do anything like this um i mean it's kind of like yeah. And like my, my other problem with this is just very quickly. I'm going massively along here, but um that's, that's something new for me. Uh, but um my other thing is just like, I see a really worrying trend. I, I think you'll, you'll agree with me on that. Like if you read these articles, right, you have articles in the Guardian, in the Guardian, the Guardian is a left newspaper where they're basically mm-hmm. praising Singapore and South Korea and China for like their response. And you're like, yeah. But they flatten the curve by flattening everybody's rights completely. Like you have, have you ever been to Singapore? I've just been, yeah, been I've once. I've things
1: about it. It's yeah.
0: it's it's a police state. I mean, mm-hmm. they they walk around. Uh, they have more police than people at the like other people at the airport. <laughs> like you, you you get thrown into jail if you litter. Yeah, of course they're gonna be. Uh, you know, of course it's gonna work. <laughs> They're going to be great at this, but the question is at what cost, you know?
1: And two problems. First, um, we get it uh, the normal uh, reactions. We don't get it. Uh, we don't didn't make it in time. We cl- didn't close the borders. We didn't close the uh, uh, airports. We didn't close anything. So f- f- problem number one. Problem number two. China seem, seems to be really effective, and th- they set the example because it was f- it worked. We think it worked. And uh, so every country sees, okay, this is working and we don't have anything other to do uh, because we missed the opportunity to get it uh, uh, under control uh, um, when it it wasn't controllable and after it wasn't controllable because the two weeks uh, uh, um, infection time.
0: Yeah, also because the Chinese for over a month obviously knew this Mm -hmm. was happening and wasn't telling everybody. Yeah, I mean, there's 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 pretty good evidence now that this started in the at the beginning of November, and they kept the lid on it for like a month.
1: And that's uh, uh, maybe that's was the greatest problem uh, that it could spread outside of China.
0: Also, conspiracy theory. I'm not buying that this doctor, you know, who blew the whistle, died of it. Dude was like thirty-four years old. He was a doctor. He knew what he was doing, and he, as far as I can tell, didn't have any pre-existing conditions. I'm not. Maybe buying he was that a smoker.
1: <laughs> yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Um, I, I'm,
0: I'm sure they'll find people who tell you you smoke three packs a day. <laughs> anyway, so yeah. we didn't want to derail you with
1: that. I think <laughs> that's. One of the problems that China was uh, reacting because, um, uh, on the SARS-1, uh, uh, disease, uh, Southeast Asia was a, uh, yeah, uh, one of the crisis, the uh, epicenter, uh, basically. Yeah. The epicenter. And they did, uh, like, uh, uh, Republic of China or Taiwan, uh, made the right decisions, uh, and, and got, uh, SARS-2 or COVID, I don't know, SARS-CoV. He yeah, the, the, yeah. Caught now. Uh, they get it under control. They like, and uh, when you make the right decisions at the right time. Yeah, you but no you're saying yet.
0: you're saying the right decisions. We're talking about the, d- the dictatorship that locked everybody in. Did you see the videos that, where there were like people outside and you just have like the police and just and shut, like no. club clubbing them to, to help
1: it's what's the right thing to do. It's it's just what China had to do after they uh, missed the uh, uh, opportunity to control it.
0: Well, and they can do because they're a dictatorship. Like My yeah. problem is just, I think, I've, so I I actually I started calling China a dictatorship on the podcast, right? And I had to look it up um, again to look up the definition of what a dictatorship is because my 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 university studies have been quite a long time and I had to look up how their government works if you read the wikipedia article on how the government of China I mean there's some chinese guys who wrote that wikipedia article I can tell you. you'd be like you'd be like wow this is a very uh very free and democratic country um, no they are a one party system Um, there's no democratic plurality, you know? I mean, and my, my problem is just, yes, you can say it worked, but if you're like a Western, if you're Germany, right. And you're, you're like, you you and me, we're like in the Kanzleramt and we're sitting there with Angela Merkel. Um, we have to say, and I think she, like, I think she, I don't want to dig Merkel too much because I think she actually probably pulled some of the stuff back. Other people wanted to do. Um, you have to be aware that you just can't, like, even if their response works, you can't do that. You you can't, you can't have drones outside following people around who are outside. I mean, and you can't, but
1: <laughs> just, yeah, I, I don't think that Germany uh, wants to go that way because you have seen it in Spain, who, which they did the same, same thing like China. Um, and I don't think in, in, in Germany you would. It would mess out if you sent drones to uh, I follow hope. people. I, I hope. I, yeah, I, I hope so too. And uh, I think uh, that the German government and many other human, uh, European governments don't, didn't have any other opportunity to than to do the curfew. Well, I mean, because the, was,
0: the, was the too UK, late to... Johnson was talking about doing the thing where you just protect the people who are vulnerable, right? And then he just
1: and pulled they back. Didn't, couldn't control it uh, maybe it's uh, could i mean work. the idea
0: would be not to control it have everybody be infected and just make sure that the people who are really in danger get enough icu yeah. beds and you know
1: but, but uh okay so health system in, in britain is so bad they couldn't it's no
0: it. it's actually not i as, as somebody who's lived in the uk when i was there this is a while ago now but like this was 2012 um there the nhs was superior to our health system Um, it was it was better you had better doctors um you had coverage for everybody which you don't have in germany okay so so, uh, my wife came over um just on a visit and a german citizen and had like serious well not a serious thing but like you know expensive drugs that that she had to get and she just Got it. Like, they don't ask you. It's like, you you come in, they're like, um, do you got a MediCard? And she's like, no, I'm not a citizen. And they're like, okay, you're off here. You get that slip, mm-hmm. and you need to pay for it. I think they changed that now. Um, but it was a really good system back in the day.
1: Yeah, but I think um, they have the same problem. Do they try to get more efficient. Yeah, they, they fucked their system. Yeah, Yeah, and efficient uh, in normal times. But they don't, aren't prepared for crisis time yeah. because... Course, crisis is a time you can't get efficient. On yeah, you can get in. in oh, yeah, camp. you have to have these
0: these. So so I'm like, you have to have these breather machines that you never yeah. use, and they'll just have to sit somewhere in storage. Yeah, and you'll you have to maintain the bunker, them, and it'll uh, cost you something. But yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: I think we just should we should just do that. I mean, what's yeah? yeah.
1: This is this what we did in the Cold War? We we yeah. compared things. Uh, Which weren't efficient, but you have to do it because maybe a crisis uh, uh, would be So, By the
0: way, one of the reasons that I think the whole Merkel thing, this is the worst thing since World War II (laughs) is completely bullshit. I think the Russians having nuclear bombs ready to shoot at us was worse. It's just they didn't fire them. But
1: But the greatest crisis which actually occurred and which actually uh, made the government do things they don't want to do. Like... Uh putting out a curfew see I'm,
0: I'm 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 not so sure that It's not like that they didn't want to do that but but um, i found very interesting if you look at that um and at the order right at the curfew order it's yeah. very some of it is very vague i mean it's it's yeah. not worded like a law like there's this thing like parties um are unacceptable it says like even in private and this is obviously worded because they can't stop you from having a party in private because they can't get into your home if you don't let yep. them in and they don't have a warrant. So I think they knew. Um,
1: <laughs> and th- that's say mostly it's for uh, to give it a. a, a, a... I don't know. uh, uh, Ram. Yeah, I
0: think Merkel did a great PR job. Like she she sold this. Yeah, exactly. It's it's
1: PR. The girl is mostly PR. I think people
0: feel this is uh, this is something they have to abide to uh, more than it actually is. Like if we were actually to rebel against this, um, I don't think there's that much they can do. I mean, there's like fees and stuff, but
1: yeah, and I don't think they have. uh, uh, They don't want to. uh, They can't
0: enforce it. They don't have enough police. Yeah.
1: And. We don't want martial, martial law on uh, <laughs> something like this. So uh, maybe...
0: Can we? Do we? That... I don't know. I, I, I don't, I don't, think, don't have, think so. We, we have can... that.
1: Uh, okay.
0: Hmm. I'll, have to, I'll have to look that up. It's like... Yeah. It, this, is, this is... So the other thing is like, this is like... This really, really made me paranoid. I gotta, I gotta tell you. Like, I was I was a believer in the social order. And I was like... We have, we, have a, we have a constitution and they can't do certain things. And the thing I've learned in the last two weeks, and I mean this, I mean, you are probably pretty pissed off about my other blog post as well, but I really mean this. Um, I've learned that if if you, you can have a democracy, whatever, the, the government can do basically anything they want if the people actually don't th- feel they're okay with that.
1: Yeah, that's part of the democracy and you can uh uh yeah, well not can.
0: really i mean the, the the constitution is there so that yeah. like the government has to abide by that no matter what the first 10 articles are set in stone you can't change them they have to abide by that
1: but S- we didn't test it uh uh with the uh, uh uh supreme court right. in practice
0: you're you're right so what you're basically saying is the same i'm saying in practice they can just do whatever yeah. they want and i'm i'm going to call it i'm going to tell you the preppers were right you know the people everybody uh, was yes. laughing about uh you know we, i remember you and me sitting at lunch uh, at the lovely Heise cantina which probably now is also closed um yes. uh, with other colleagues <laughs> and uh you know i was talking about prepping and they were like you're you're an idiot you know there's never going to be a time when there isn't enough Toilet paper in the stores. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, the toilet paper is really the thing. She didn't really, really believe it could happen. I mean, the hey.
0: empty shelves. Uh, is I mean, yeah. I. I mean, I kind of. The thing is, I think I understood intellectually that that could happen but i didn't believe it would happen and now i've seen and what that was again i'm going to have to do this again but i'm going to i'm going to stop really. but it is the media right do you have you have yes. you have that one empty shelf in berlin they filmed that everybody sees that on the evening news they're like shit what what what's going to happen if that happens here let's buy some toilet paper
1: yes and that's the thing uh which uh, uh economy where really something wasn't available like uh, in east germany uh, people always say, okay, there's a, there's a line. I have to uh, get on the line to get whatever they're selling there because many things weren't available. And so, uh, the same structure is still in us. We think, oh, maybe we don't get it. So we have to get it now mm. because maybe, uh, and, and our economy isn't, uh, ma- made up for this. It's, it's all.
0: Yeah, it's like a, it's a just-in-time thing. If people just buy twice just as much, time it's, it's gonna break all down. Everything's gonna break down.
1: And, and toilet paper seems to be the uh, critical of. <laughs> of it's also, of com-
0: it's like that. That is like that. Seems to be like a social constant because that wasn't a German thing. It was the same yeah. in Australia,
1: the same in the U.S. And maybe uh, because we're shitting... All- <laughs> always the same and so, so we have to be, okay we know with so many things you need and, and something breaks down it's yeah it's uh, really a problem because we, we don't didn't prepare for this I didn't we
0: understand to... that I was like I'm gonna like if it goes if it goes to literally to shit you know I don't care about the toilet paper I've got <laughs> like a I've got like a, 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 a what's a shovel you know a club spartan <laughs> I'm just gonna dig a hole outside here I don't give
1: a yeah. damn <laughs> I think civilization is, uh, it's so, so little civilization. It's a thin uh, veneer. Th- yeah, exactly. I don't know and, if you and said toilet that Toilet paper but... is, is obviously the border to a uh, complete so, breakdown.
0: So, to wrap this up, I'm going to ask you, but because I have you on the show, did you, um, so you're about my age, roughly, right? So you're born in the yes. early 80s, I guess. Yeah. Did you actually, like, um, do you have many memories like of East Germany of like of, of that system?
1: Uh, not so much because uh, uh, more of the, uh, the um, what my uh, what my parents uh, tell and, and what, what the stories I, I I hear and my parents are more or less critical about the system. So um, they weren't against the system when they were living there, but uh, I saw it critically. And so, so uh, that's my. Uh, um, my impression of it, but yeah, uh, at least nine years of uh, East Germany, uh, eight years of East Germany is wasn't enough to, to yeah, say, it's okay, not, again, yeah.
0: you're, you're how so young. the system works. Yeah. I did, one of my earliest childhood memories is we had, um, uh, we had relatives there. And I think pretty early, I must have been like five or six when my dad was still allowed. Uh, later on, he was persona non grata because he was uh, part of the SPD party here uh, in, yeah. in West Germany. But I remember us going over there, like at the border crossing. And I have, I shit you not, I have the shape of an uh, AK-47 etched into my brain. Like when I, when the first time I played like Counter-Strike or whatever, first time, or I think it was GoldenEye. It was GoldenEye on the N64. The first time I ever saw a um, uh, AK forty seven in a video game, like my body, I had like a visceral body reaction because it was I I had like a flashback to my childhood because I remember they stopped us like at the you know at the border crossing and then they searched your car, yeah, and there were just these guys in green uniforms (laughs) with you know the funny helmets and they were just all all holding an AK forty seven across their chest and I it's so weird when I look back that like I was five or something I still remember that.
1: And every, because uh, the German system, uh, the East German system, the uh, DDR, they always said, okay, that's the enemy is coming from the West. That's the enemy. And they will always try to destroy you. And that was so etched in, in their minds. And especially in the people who uh, were in the army, were on the police. It's, and this was just 40 years for so not that long time, but it's so, uh, so etched in, in the brains and that you have to do everything to stop. Uh, like the imperialists, and and it's, uh it's made something with you. It's, and I think it still have uh, effects on on the people living there and uh, uh, growing up in in the East German system. So yeah, uh, I don't know. They probably wouldn't
0: have told you about coronavirus, you know? That they, they didn't tell you. They Did they didn't about, about Chernobyl? Chernobyl so, yeah. yeah. That was like that's the other thing, like Chernobyl. I remember that because my parents, I I wasn't allowed to play outside for about a week. And as a kid, and, obviously, I didn't understood, but when then when I read about it in the 90s, I was like, oh yeah, that was why.
1: <laughs> and I heard nothing about it. The first time I, uh, I, s- I heard about something on Chernobyl was on Sendung with Mittermaus.
0: Uh, yeah, it was a so German children's
1: television. German children's television who is was West made really uh, looking back on this that nobody can get out and uh, uh, all the uh, panic uh, which uh, occurred and in East Germany, nothing get to the normal normal people it was okay obvious most people know something about it and maybe some milk products caught uh <laughs> something's up so but uh <laughs> on the whole everybody uh, was always oh, everything is okay we we have it uh under control no problem so and, and that's was so much different uh against what, what was Except in things, west yeah. germany i guess that's yeah.
0: your um probably um colors i'm not saying colors in a bad way but like that informs your perspective now probably yeah. as well because you're like i'm better informed and i'm not so scared uh, as fab is <laughs> because we kind of yeah, know what's it, going i on. know
1: what's uh okay maybe i have more uh um um uh I think our government making the right decisions uh, because I have this edge in my brain. Because hey, the government's good, the government make, makes the weird.
0: Did you read that in the that they, they, they had this like headline, uh, who, uh, wer hilft in der Not der Start? So, who helps you when times go bad? It's the state. And I was like,
1: yeah, the Zeit
0: is a left news. What is going on? Yeah, but I think, yeah, uh, uh, some, some right wing people too, I guess. And that's a, just yeah. that. I mean, that just that sentiment to me is just completely alien. I've I've never so I did um, in history. I studied Bismarck, right? And Bismarck is thought of as this, you know, blood and iron statesman who ruled Germany with with like an iron fist, and that's like his thing, right? And if you actually look into it, like I read his whole collected works, and his collected works are mostly they're like speeches, uh, office papers, but there's a lot of it is just like letters to his wife um, who was at home. Uh, so he was in, in, in Berlin and she was at home in, uh, I don't know, wherever kind of forgotten where that, you know, in, in, in the East somewhere where their you know, their farm basically was yeah, and yeah. there. It's amazing. It's like, he talks about the stuff he just passed and then has like inherent, there's like inherent distrust to the state in like all his private letters so he's like basically at the same time where he's unifying Germany and he's like starting a war with Denmark and France, like in quick succession to basically get everybody, all the Germans rallied like under like under war, right? under the <laughs> And like he's passing all these laws. He's writing to his wife's like, these taxes are, um, are mad. What are these fuckers doing? <laughs> he's basically, like, I gotta talk to these guys who are doing the taxes because she's like at home and they have to pay so many taxes for the farm. <laughs> It just uh it's amazing. And I I, I would that always struck me with like if a guy like that has inherent distrust in the state, right? Yeah. I think that's a g I just I just think that's a good approach. You're and, probably living healthier because you're not you're not getting as mad as me, but
1: and, and I think uh it's a good thing for a uh, for for a politician who has distrust uh, on how the system works and how it uh, can be used to do the wrong things. So you get you stay alarm alarmed. You you can you see the problems coming before it it happens. And I think we are in Germany in a good position where we still have some not. Not everybody, not not, most people, not. uh, but some people who see uh, the same, uh, seem the problems and seem the things you have to do. And maybe you have sometimes do things you don't want to do because like now they are just necessary, but you have to do it the right way. And I think at the moment we're doing it the right way, but yeah, maybe you can use it in other times. It would be a problem to do this, like this, like Like Something like this. So, I, I think
0: know. that's a good, that's a good uh, final statement. I, yeah. I, my final statement is, yes, uh, I would love if they said that. It would go a long way with me if Merkel in her fucking speech had said, look, I don't want to do this, but I feel it's better. Yeah, But, you know, I guess I yeah. too much it's, to ask for. Anyway, yeah. I really enjoyed this. Thank yes. you for this. Isn't I think great? that... I think that was a good decision. Uh the, the discussion I will get some I hope people will uh, write me and I'll I'll forward that to you.
1: Oh yeah, that's would be nice. Um, um
0: yeah, I th- I thought that this, this was great and uh whenever
1: yeah, maybe uh, we can uh, do it another time. It's uh, I think it what's great. And it's first time in English, so hey, uh, let's see how it's. Uh, I think it, it working worked out well. I mean, one can, we
0: can tell, or you know, I'm, I still have a German accent, but you, <laughs> yeah. you definitely have a German accent. But I think it works. It's like it's uh, it's, it's it's very uh, boots on the ground. Um, yeah. So whenever I, I'll extend this uh, when, uh, invitation, whenever you listen to an episode of the private citizen or you see me tweet something and you're like, Oh, fab's full of shit. Uh, just yeah, write me an email. I think yeah. this
1: is, this is good cool. work. Good work for us. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay. Then, uh, I, I, I wish you a good, uh, rest of your evening there, uh, in Thank your you uh, home isolation and Hanover in your home office. <laughs> Bye. Thank you. So there we go. Uh, I thought that was, uh, that was an interesting discussion we had there let's um let's round out the show then uh with a little bit of feedback just uh playing us in with this jingle from no agenda i love so much I love that so much that just, just keeps i have that i've had that stuck in my head for weeks <laughs> anyway uh thanks to the no gender producers for that one um let's yeah quickly i had some feedback for the uh last episode well for the last two episodes i guess this is uh, gal Taren said um i really enjoyed listening to episode eight Make me think about the way people are dealing with the crisis. I just watched this interview of Yu- Yuval Harari. He's also pointing out the importance of trust and the risk of surveillance. Very interesting. And this is a th- article and a video on CNN. And I put a link in the show notes on uh, privatecitizen.press. And then Zarin tweeted to me, um, listening to your latest episode. I think this is... um this is, yeah, this is in regards to episode nine. Um, listening to the l- latest episode, you should read Zuboff's book. She doesn't really argue for ending capitalism. Also recommend Tim Wu's Attention Merchants. Um, I don't think, I think you misunderstood me uh, a little bit there, Zaren, because, you know, in in the last episode, so this is episode nine, The Opt-Out Illusion, um, I was, I was, Basically discussing uh, a, a great article by Catr- Katrina Gulliver, which in itself was a book review um, but i was I haven't read the book and I was addressing Gulliver's article, so I'm also not saying see, she explicitly argued for ending capitalism, I was just taking um I'm taking issue with you know invoking Marx. Because that's very historically loaded. Um, People recognize this when you do it with Hitler, but they don't recognize it when you do it with Engels and Marx and Stalin. Not to say that Marx was a mass murderer, um, but, uh, you know, from everything um, that came out of his writing, it's definitely very politically charged. And, you know, speaking of Hitler, uh, you know, I mean, that's where it started. uh, You know, a, a lot of the propaganda... Of the Nazis was based off, um being against or deflecting um, you know, socialism and communism. Anyway, uh, I wasn't arguing uh, about the uh, Zuboff's book because I haven't read it. Um, I would love to read it. I would also love to read the other book you recommend. But realistically, I'm not going to get to that anytime soon. I have a massive list of books I could read and I just anybody who knows me. Um I keep busy myself uh with these podcasts with writing and also I'm writing a book myself at the moment. Um if you want to check that out go to grimdeep.com anyway little little plug there. But uh thanks to Galteron thanks thanks to Zaren for giving me feedback. If you want to do that as well, private every show note uh every every uh, show note document has a Toss a coin to your podcaster. Toss a coin to your podcaster. Oh Valley of Plenty. Oh Valley of Plenty. Oh, oh, oh. Um, <laughs> um, section. <laughs> and uh that that explains uh how to do uh, how to send me money. And also it has, you know, the feedback section has links so to contact me. So yeah, I, I would um as always, I kinda um appreciate everything i appreciate people just giving me off the record information i appreciate people giving me information i can quote on the show if you give me off the record information please say so explicitly of course if you give me feedback on this podcast i will presume uh that is for me to talk about on the show if not just tell me and i won't and yeah of of course i also appreciate people who um support this show monetarily because it kind of helps me, keeps me afloat, helps me kind of justify to myself that I spent all this time doing this show. Um, and especially in these, uh, as everybody says, trying times, I do appreciate everybody who just, you know, gives me Euro a month via Patreon or even more. Um, or, you know, sends me sends me money uh, via PayPal, uh, producers at fab.industries is the PayPal address. I appreciate all of that, and I know that it's uh, these are hard times for a lot of people. Um, one of the reasons I, um, you know, one of the things I always said when arguing about, like we just heard on the uh, about these these curfew measures, is that there is a significant impact on people's livelihoods um, that we have to consider as well, because that is also uh, maybe not killing people, but it is destroying existences and people are having serious trouble so anybody who still supports this show i uh, appreciate that a lot you know for some people some people might like me might work from home and really don't have any i don't know my income income is um as a freelancer it's going up and down so so widely that i can't tell if this whole this whole situation has impacted it not yet um but you know, there are some people who are reporting that they have more jobs than ever. Like if they, uh, you know, do similar stuff like me, um, and I'm I'm certainly doing quite good. Um, and if you're if you're doing good as well, you know, you're not going out, you're not spending <laughs> anything on on coffee and stuff. So consider supporting the show. And if you can't, I'm totally fine with that. It's all good. Um, it's all good. I'm completely happy for you to just listen to the show. Um, I just want to uh, have another way. To keep this afloat than advertising because i don't think advertising is a is a good idea um especially if you are if you're you know i want the freedom to say things that are unpopular you might have you might have noticed that already and that that usually doesn't go down well with advertisers anyway with that in mind let's wrap up the show we've been going for for a very long time i hope you don't mind i hope you're happy with having more free content um and yeah so let's do that i like to i would like to thank everybody who was involved in uh, getting the show on the road as i always do um at first i would like to mention uh, raul kabzali who wrote the song acoustic roots which i licensed for this podcast uh, as the theme song then i would like to thank bytemark at at bytemark.co.uk who are providing the server i'm using uh, to you know host the audio files that you get all this this stuff on and then uh finally of course um i would be remiss if i didn't thank all the people that so far have um monetarily supported the show so uh these are my patreon supporters and the people who sent me money via paypal um, and those are Niall on again michael mullen jensen jonathan m heavy uh, who you know gave me the idea for this show Uh, For this episode, uh, George's Walther, Dave Kaisirs, Matt Jellyman, Fadi Mansour, Joe Poser, Rashid, Ali Maini, Mark Holland, Steve Hose, Butterbeans, Shelby Kruger, Vlad, Dave Amrish IKN, Vitautus, Sadowskis, Ricky M, and Drive Zero. Thanks to all of you, and um, if everything goes according to plan, uh, I got some some stuff planned the next week but i hope i can bring you another show on wednesday um otherwise i'll make it up to you but i'm pretty sure i can do that so see you then stay free stay private and you know don't believe everything you